0: everybody Uh, armchair arguments back here we had some equipment malfunction over the last month or so but we are back Um, uh, Brandon and I here to debate and uh, and argue some serious football topics we are now knee-deep into football season and ready to get after it Um, first of all the first game was in the NFL was last night Uh, the Green Bay Packers played the Chicago Bears Um, kind of a sloppy game uh, especially the fact that neither quarterback had thrown a pass during the preseason. Uh, The game ended in a, in a 10 to three final. Correct. Brandon, is that right? Yes. 10 to three. Um, the stat line of Aaron Rodgers and both, both Aaron Rodgers and Mitch Trubisky looked like that of a high school player because neither quarterback particularly played well. And, uh, just kind of stated the fact for me, you know, kind of brought home the reason why we have all those preseason games.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have the, it's so aggravating to me, but they say these NFL guys don't want to do preseason. The preseason is not needed. It's more to just fill out the roster. But when you watch that game last night, it was very evident that the preseason matchups are needed. These guys need to shake the rest off and be able to play good football. And uh, I heard the announcers say last night, they said basically this first week of the NFL, this first month of the NFL is preseason for the starters. They're like So don't expect extravagant plays. These offenses are just trying to figure it out and get going. But uh, it was definitely – it was hard. to It was still a good game, but it was – offensively, it was hard to watch. Yeah. It was not a good game for fantasy football. Nah, Let me tell you I, that. I,
0: those guys that have uh, uh, David Montgomery and uh, – you named the list, right? Uh, Allen Robinson at least had 100 yards receiving, correct?
1: He was on my squad, okay, yes, okay, sir. Okay,
0: that's the only high point probably for fantasy football from last night. <laughs> But, I, you know, I, I, I don't I mean, understand, man. You know, the first uh, the first handoff, the first play from the Bears' side of the ball was a fumbled handoff. That's like the first game in, in Major League Baseball, the shortstop lets a ground ball go between his legs. Like, it, yeah, it was, it's, it's all about yeah. reps in every sport, right, man? I mean, I, I think that every sport you have to repetition what you do. And especially a professional athlete, you're getting paid to rep, uh, to perform those reps every day at Pratt, you know. And I, and it's frustrating to watch, you know, as a as a fan, it's frustrating to watch those those sloppy games in a, the professional league of, of anything. So, yeah, and that's all right. Well, these guys uh, they they're more
1: they're looked at as just like a what do you call it an asset? You know, they look at they they just want to get paid. Yeah, that's the object. That's that's everything with the NFL right now is they want to get paid. Yeah, they would still love to play the game, but. They're not playing the play. It's not like college where these guys are – they want to go win a, a national championship. It's not like that. They just want to get their checks and they want to win the division to make the playoffs, but more importantly, they want to make sure that contract. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. You know, so that's what it is. I,
0: it, you know, especially with uh, – and we could go ahead and touch on that a little bit, the Antonio Brown situation just kind of shows you, oh man, that the love of, of football in the NFL is seems to be going out the window. What, what do you make of all the Antonio Brown? Because I know – you had Antonio Brown on your squad at Fantasy Football, and you already traded him.
1: He's gone. We shipped him off. I'm like the real GM for the Raiders right now. I am done with Antonio Brown. Personally, I would cut him. You're not worth $30 million to me or whatever your contract is. You've been a head case from – not showing up to practice you don't know what type of helmet you want we find you just like because that's part of anybody's contract if you miss days we're going to find you that's I mean that's part of it that's part of the NFL PA ag- agreement players agreement if you don't show up to the or if you hold out you're going to get fined well he posts the picture and starts complaining about it like this dude there's something wrong with this dude in the head like he might they might he, see, he was wearing that old helmet, and now he needs to go to, like, a mental institution because he's just missing it mentally. He had, like, too many concussions Man, I, or something. I blame the, I blame I, the helmet. I don't
0: understand – I don't understand, you know, some of the things he does in particular, like like posting the the letter from the GM about your fines. Like, you can't – that's the same thing as he – you know, it's similar to what he did when he was with Pittsburgh when he did a, did a Facebook Live of the post-game uh, speech from Mike yes. Thomas. Man, you cannot – That's internal. That's that's personal. That's only for your eyes. That's only for, you know. There's there's no reason whatsoever that you should let other people see, uh, uh, you know, those things. And man, it's I I really I don't understand because from what what you hear from like Ryan Clark and uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Mike Wallace and, and and even Big Ben, you know, they talk about the guy that came in the league and how hard he worked and how all he cared about. Yes. Of course, he liked to dance in the end zone a little bit, but he it, it was all about uh, yes. football. And how did he get to that point? I guess money. I think that's all, like you said, it's all about money. And it's just frustrating. I mean,
1: it's, in, I heard uh, Ryan, no, it might have been Ryan Clark. I can't remember who it was. I was watching a show okay. the other day, and they said there's a difference between a great football player and a great pro. And that's what this dude is, man. He is an unbelievable talent. Everyone knows that. I mean, for five years, he was the number one receiver in the NFL. But as far as a pro, as far as knowing how to handle himself off the field, like this dude just always finds trouble. Like he always is the center of attention. And personally, if I'm the Raiders, I don't feel comfortable running my franchise through this guy. I don't want him being a part of it. And I don't care. I'll take another hit, and I, I would I would release the dude not him the money because I don't think, I think if they release him, I don't think he's playing football again. Honestly. Well, I, I think
0: that no one else is going to pay him. I totally agree. I, but, I, you know, the thing about it is, you know, it's a little bit on the Raiders, too, man, for, for picking him up to start off with. Like, you know, with, how
1: good are the Steelers with that trade look? How's that, how good is that trade looking like for the Steelers uh, I mean, right
0: now? They got rid of him, didn't pay him, and they got it up first round. And pick. you'll see, I mean, Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger and those guys—they're going to keep rolling, just like they did with Le'Veon Bell. No doubt, Le'Veon Bell lost, no them, lost money, and and they found a running back that's uh, just as good as him. Because of, you know the way that system works and that offense at Pittsburgh. But not only that, but they 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 set a they set a tone each and every week. I mean, Ben Roethlis- Roethlisberger's been there before, mean, He's won two Super Bowls, you know, and yes, and Tomlin, yes. of course, has won two. Two with uh, with Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, and then one is with Tampa Bay as a coach for Tampa Bay with Gruden. So, yes. um, I mean, that those guys know they know what it takes, and they know Antonio Brown and Levy. You get too much stuff going on outside the locker room or inside the locker room, where off the field, period, then they need to leave, and that's what they did. So,
1: yeah, it's cancerous, man. It can mess up a locker room, mess up a team, and the game. We season haven't even started yet, so you don't need this. You don't yeah. need this distraction. when you're trying to rebuild and and win games yeah
0: and if you watch i don't know some of our listeners may watch hard knocks i don't know if you do or not um it comes on hbo but uh it's been on the raiders and and i haven't watched all the episodes leading up to it. i've watched a few and you know it's all about antonio brown and, and and what they're and it's frustrating for me to watch it because gruden and those guys are really working hard to turn that program around in oak you know yeah. and in oakland they're moving eventually to the las vegas i think but they are continuing to try to make it better, and they and they did well in the preseason. That team did well, yes. and it's frustrating to see that they've got a, a distraction, a continuous distraction. And and poor Gruden, he's not the GM as much as he want. You know, as much as he wants to make the team the way he wants it, he has to. You know, I don't know how much influence he had in getting Antonio Brown there, but he has to continue to to go up to the podium and support him. You know, and it's just like I, it's I hard agree. to support him. You know what I mean? So,
1: I agree. Um, I agree. Anyway. I agree. Hey, but but back to last night's game, uh, one thing I want to hit on is kind of what did you – we talked about the game a little bit, but I don't know if you got to see what Aaron Rodgers said after the game. I didn't see. And after the game, he's doing a press conference, and all he said was, hey, offense, yeah, we struggled. He's like, we're going to get better, and I promise you that. And everybody knows that That offense with Aaron Rodgers is going to be more dynamic. They're going to make more plays. The running game's going to get going with Aaron Jones. But all he said, and he smiled. He smiled and he said, hey, man, I know one thing, you we got a defense. You know, so they. this is the first year I think I've seen the Packers be excited about their defense. How far can they go? what's your expectations for the Packers and if they do have a defense and what about the Bears and Trubisky and their offensive struggles how far can these two teams well, go mind
0: you I think I have Green Bay I predicted them winning the division right okay. you did you did well I think this is the year I told you you know in Green Bay there's it's too much of a tr- tradition of winning that I don't think that they're they'll continue to not make the playoffs and continue to lose for years to come so this was the year I expected a turnaround. Now, granted, this is the only thing I, I, I really like Green Bay to win the division. I still do. I don't think the Bears are what they were like. I think that was a one-hit wonder kind of thing with Nagy and Trubisky, both of them. Um, I think Nagy's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's a Sean McVay, and that's what I said in the previous podcast too. And Trubisky, there was a reason he played where he was at and didn't get you know didn't get a lot of wins at, at North Carolina. Um, so, yes. well, I mean, Trubisky, I mean, now that they have what's a gameplay part. Now, I think it's a little bit of both is what I'm saying. I think Green Bay's defense did make some strides. I think Chicago is not as good as what everybody expects them to be this year. I mean, some of them even have Trubisky as an MVP favorite. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke, yes. So, I do I, – I think that the Green Bay is, is going to have a solid defense. Do I think it will be a top five defense? No. I, do I think it'll be a, a debatable top 10 defense this year? Yes. I think that they have a chance, you know, kind of like a similar situation of, to the Saints. I don't think the Saints are, will be a top five defense, but I think they'll be a top 10 defense. And when you have a top 10 defense or even a top 15 defense with an extremely talented offense or particularly a
1: the number one quarterback yes. or a top quarterback that's right. He's going to keep you in games, and you got a chance to win. Well, games. that's why as simple that's as why
0: Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl every year. They never have a bad defense. You yeah. know what I mean? They they always yeah. have yeah. A, a defense that keeps them in the ball game. Like like for instance, last night when when their defense only gave up three points. You know, it's easy to it's yeah. a little bit easier to win games when your defense is compared to thirty five. You know, so agreed. Um, yeah, I, I think that's why that's why I kind of predicted Green Bay to you know to win the division. I think. Not only, you know, the offense is going to be where it's going to be with Green Bay, with New Orleans, with Pitt, with the Patriots, all those teams, those great quarterbacks. But um, I think that the defense looks pretty good, man.
1: It's going to be fun, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was just our Thursday night preview of uh, last night's Thursday night game, first game of the NFL season. Uh, now we're just going to go through and do a little, little pick Okay, going through this week of the NFL so Matt, I'll just kind of name the game. Okay. Tell me who you're gonna think and who's gonna win and why. Okay. So uh, the first game is gonna be the Rams and Panthers uh, Sunday at noon. Who you got uh, in that game?
0: I have. I actually have the Panthers winning that game. Uh, surprise to everybody. I, I think that the Rams the Rams come out a little bit sluggish. I think Gurley's not gonna be on the play count, but I still don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sold on Gurley. Uh, toting the toting the load like he normally does. And I think Carolina's going to come out hungry, man. I think that uh, as long – barring no injury to Cam Newton, I think Cam Newton's going to come out hungry and he's going to uh, they're going to find a way to win that game in a close, probably a low-scoring game, kind of like another game like like last night. Not the most uh, well-oiled machine type of game because Sean didn't play any of his starters during the preseason. Sean McClain. Okay. So, Jared Goff didn't get a snap. I don't see them being uh, fine-tuned. But uh, I think that Carolina wins in a like a seventeen to ten win.
1: Well, I I I disagree. (laughs) Uh, You talk you talk about reps in preseason. Well, Cam Newton injured that ankle. Yes. He hasn't been playing in preseason. He didn't get much action. So, uh, And that offensive line still is not good. I'm sorry. They still can't protect Cam Newton. Um, they have a lot of weapons. McCaffrey, D.J. Moore, Curtis Samuel, we talked about those guys. Even Greg Olson could still make plays. But, uh, I mean, I just think the Rams and Dominican Sue, they can't protect Cam Newton. That's not a good combination. So, I think the Rams defensively is going to uh, put a lot of pressure on Cam. And I think the Rams are going to end up winning this game by three, low-scoring game, kind of like last night. Okay. So, that's that's game one. And, uh, oh, we're, we're keeping track of these two, by the way. Okay. I'm going to have a record. I want to know who's who got these pickings okay. right. All right. So, this next one uh, is going to be the Redskins versus the Eagles.
0: Redskins, Eagles. I have the Eagles. Um, I think that the Eagles are our potential top top five team this year. I think they're – they're going to come out with a bang, come out with uh, with guns firing with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz seems healthy, seems ready to go. Uh, that defense, they have probably the most complete roster in the NFL, the Eagles do. Um, as much as I like the Redskins to be a dark horse this year, I think they start out with a loss um, uh, to a good team in the Eagles.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely <clears> the <throat> Eagles in this one, Redskins. I mean, who's their quarterback? Is it Case Keenan? Right there. Is that who yeah. they named the quarterback? You know, right Darius, guys, he hasn't played a played a real NFL game yet. I think he's a great talent. Um, Trent Williams, left tackle, uh, still sitting out. So can't. it's hard to expect much from him, but I definitely go Eagles as well. Okay. So next game will be the Buffalo Bills and the Jets, <laughs> the New York Jets. What you got there?
0: The Jets, of course, will win. Um, I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, the Bills aren't a team that I see moving forward to to make any progress. They haven't made any progress in six years. So I had the Jets winning that one with some young Sam Darnold and a good defense to back him up.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going opposite okay. here, man.
0: I, I think I think the Bills are going to
1: get it done. Devin Singletary, I think he's going to get a lot of carries. Josh Allen. And the reason why I go to the Bills, I don't think the Bills are going to uh, be at the top of this division, underneath the Patriots, obviously. But I think Josh Allen, he he likes to run the football, and I think he's going to make enough plays with his feet that it gets them the win and gets them maybe some field goal opportunities, and they're going to be able to win that game as well. So I, I got Josh nope. Allen pulling it out for the Bills. All right, next one's going to be the Atlanta Falcons and Minnesota Vikings. Matt, who you got in that one?
0: Man, I, I got Atlanta. I really think that Atlanta, uh, this is a tough one. I think this is going to be the only high-scored game of the, of the first of week one. Uh, I think that Minnesota uh, comes out guns, guns hot. I think they, uh, what, they light it up in fantasy for, for both Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. I think everybody has a good game, including Kirk Cousins as well. I think Kirk Cousins uh, throws a couple of picks, though, and that's the only reason they lose to Atlanta. Where Atlanta is also high firing. The only problem I have with Atlanta, if Julio doesn't play, that will conflict a little bit too. If Julio plays, I think Atlanta wins in a high scoring close game uh, around the you know thirty eight to thirty four mark or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but if Julio doesn't play, then I have you know basically the opposite. I think Atlanta still puts up some points, but say they lose to a, a good Vikings team uh, like thirty three to twenty seven, something like that. But it, Julio, you know they really need Julio right at the gate, and I, I hope that he plays. I mean, he'd be the equivalent of the Saints not having Michael Thomas.
1: You know? Yeah, I'm I'm going Minnesota Vikings. I think they're committed to the run. Dalvin Cook, that offensive line, they're going to be uh, dictate. They're going to be physical. And they're going to dictate the the flow of the game. Kirk Cousins will make enough throws to make them relevant. So I got the Vikings winning that one at home.
0: Let me ask you something. Is this Kirk Cousins' year? Is this, is, does he make his money that they paid him last year? This year is that what's going to happen?
1: No, he's just okay. going to make enough throws and that defense. It's just like, there's a good team all, all the way through and through. Uh, Dalvin okay. Cook, I think, is going to be huge. They got some great receivers, and I just think they're a balanced team. And okay. I just got them, I, I got them winning week one. I don't have them, you know, okay, winning the whole okay. thing. I got you. Okay, next one, pretty intriguing matchup. Not really. Uh, will be the Baltimore Ravens and the the Miami Dolphins. Oh, Who God. you got in that one?
0: Um, you know, that Miami. You know, this is an easy one, some, right? Yeah. Well, they're trying to make some noise, but you know, I, I got to roll with Baltimore. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I don't think Miami scores a touchdown. I think they, uh, that Baltimore wins. You know, say around the twenty-four to three mark, something so, like that. I think that Baltimore rolls with Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. If you don't have him in fantasy, I would pick him up uh, at least as a backup, you know, uh, for whatever quarterback you have because he's going to get some rushing yards. Um,
1: so, so you're not, you're not buying into this Fitzmagic? You're not, you don't no, give him a chance? No, I'm not buying into Fitzmagic. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I love, bald. look,
0: I love, I'm a fan of Fitzmagic. I'm a fan of Fitzpatrick coming You just Harvard. like his beard. Yeah, I do. His beard game is super strong. And the guy, you know, has bounced around the league and each team he goes to, he proves himself as a valuable backup for sure and then turns into a starter and does well when he's given the opportunity but um i don't see him him winning against a a good coach the main thing with baltimore they're kind of like the steelers that that whole division uh you know the steelers the ravens the browns now too but the ravens also have a great coach a great organization that always have a great defense um and now they have a, a a quarterback that can at least manage the game and a great athlete so We'll see. I'm, I'm interested. To, I'm really interested to see what the Ravens do passing the ball too. But I still, regardless of how well they pass the ball, I think they win, and not not even a close game.
1: Yeah, I definitely pick Baltimore too. It's that's an easy one. I think the Dolphins are going to be the worst team in the NFL. Um, they'll be forgetting that first pick. I heard somebody say they're uh, they're tanking for Tua, so uh, I think yeah. that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, the Dolphins they're they're not going to be. It's going to be a bad season for them, so definitely Baltimore in that one in week one.
0: I I heard Uh, taking for Tua and fumbling for Fromm. That's what I heard.
1: (laughs) That is awesome. I like (laughs) it. That's great. Taking for
0: Tua and fumbling for Fromm.
1: Okay. Uh, That's good. So, next one is uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: You know, I really think that Jacksonville – is 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 gonna do well. I think their defense, you know, that they, there was a reason they made it to the playoffs a couple of years ago and because of their defense. I think yep. that Leonard Fournette uh will be a top five running back this year. I think he makes a bounce Whoa. back here. However, he's not beaten those Patty teams with that Even, yeah, Patty no Mahomes, way. Mahomes, Good no Lord. Way. I think that there's uh that Mahomes is gonna be ready there. He's gonna be eating plenty of catch up before the game. And they're gonna go out there, and they're gonna dominate. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think yeah. it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna to be too close. I think it's probably gonna be like a thirty-seven, fourteen victory, something around there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the Chiefs will. They, that just that offense. I mean, they'll they'll just kind of dominate that game. Patty Mahomes will have those dudes ready to play. Tyree Kill and uh, Travis Kelsey. They'll be ready to go. So yeah, I definitely got the Chiefs in that one as well.
0: That's debatably one of the best offenses, or the best the the best weapons that we've seen, I think in my lifetime with a, a, a basically your top, top tight end, uh, a receiver that is as fast as lightning, you know, and and then you have yeah. so many other weapons and, and it doesn't even really matter at running back. Cause when they had Kareem, they did well, when they have Damian Williams, they did well. And now well, they have shady. So, so, so are you
1: admitting that Kareem hunts a system running back?
0: Uh, let's not, let's
1: move on to that. Anyway, anyway <laughs> so, talking about great offenses and, uh, Amazing role players. Our next game is going to be the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns.
0: Oh, Who you yes. got in that one? Man, I'm riding the Cleveland train. Of course, I, I think at that, home too. Uh, I think Cleveland's going to play well. I think the leading receiver for for game one is going to be Jarvis Landry, though. I do not. Think I can it buy will be that. To, I don't think it'll be Odell still struggling with some injury, uh, an injury to his hip, I believe. But also, I think uh, Baker's going to stick to what works first, and they're going to continue to kind of build that chemistry with Odell. Um, regardless of team chemistry, though, I think that Cleveland's defense is the reason they're going to win Game One. Um, I think that they have a tremendous defense, and people kind of sleep on that fact, knowing yeah. how good their offense is. Too, I think they win Week One against uh, against the Titans team. That's, yeah. you know, who I think Titans. Speaking of who I think Mariota will not last being the quarterback, I think Tannehill will eventually take over that spot. So.
1: I think this is actually going to be a close game. Tennessee has a, pretty, okay. a really good defense. I think the Browns, they're going to you're going to see them try to establish the run and uh, make the Titans worry about that, and then maybe create some one on one opportunities. I read something the other day where they said OBJ still hasn't opened up his running all the way, so he hasn't gone out to a full out sprint yet. So, I think that offense is going to be – I mean, if he doesn't play or even if he does, he's not going to be 100%. They're going to be missing a little bit of fire, firepower there. Yeah. But I have the Browns winning week one at home. Baker and them get the job done. Yes. So, uh, next one. This is our first first game at the 3 o'clock, 4.05 Eastern time. It's going to be the Colts and the Chargers.
0: Um, I have – you know, if, this, if Andrew Luck hadn't retired <laughs> at the prime age of 29 uh. – this game might be, Dude, we should get him to come on a podcast as a guest. I know that would be awesome. He got time now. Right. Yeah. He's got plenty of time and plenty of money.
1: Just You're whether right. or
0: not, if he's mentally okay, that's the question. Yeah.
1: He got so, more than both of that for both of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I graduated from, all right. So my pick for, for that one is, is the chargers. I think Jacoby yeah. Brissett is the, it should be, and will be the starting quarterback for the Colts and continue to be throughout the season. I don't think, um, they will tank this year. I think they'll actually be better than the Dolphins team because of the pieces around Jacoby Brissett. And Jacoby Brissett is a pretty good quarterback. Um, uh, so, but I, I think that the Week One though, um, the Chargers will come out just like the Chiefs, just like the Saints, just like all these teams that are ready to be in the Super Bowl, ready to get to the playoffs. They're going to take it one game at a time and lay a pounding to um, uh, to the Colts. The Charges will.
1: Yeah, I uh, we're on the same train. I got the Chargers winning. They just got a better defense, better everything. I feel like besides running back, and uh, Philip Rivers is a gamer. He's ready. They're ready. So they're definitely gonna get that win. Is that your, isn't that your Super Bowl pick, the Chargers? They were until okay. uh, Melvin Gordon's holdout. But okay. I don't want to get into that. I don't don't okay. don't get me okay. fuming, bro. Don't get okay. me going. All right, anyway, all right. Next game. What we got? Next game will be the Cincinnati Bengals
0: versus the Seattle Seahawks. Man, okay. Um, I really think uh, that Seattle, you know, they have a good team. They have a, a decent team. I don't think they'll – I think they'll come out and lose, though, to Cincinnati. You know, as much as Cincinnati's not doing a whole lot, I think Andy Dalton's going to have a good game. Is it in Seattle or in Cincy?
1: It is in Seattle. Okay.
0: I think Cincy goes on the road and beats Seattle Um, right in, that, in the middle of that 12th. Man, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that – uh, Cincinnati and, and Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd and all those guys. Without AJ Green, uh, they they find a way to win with a new coach and gives gives some life to uh, to Cincinnati, Ohio up there.
1: Well, I disagree. I don't think there's any life left in Cincinnati at all. So I'm definitely going.
0: <laughs> we, no we life. Talked, we talked. No cord
1: is we, cut. <laughs> we talked to. We talked about them in our when we were breaking we down did. divisions and we both trashed them. I think Seattle, they're one of the most heavy run teams in the NFL. You got Chris Carson. Uh, who's who's the, uh, the other running back they got there? Dang it. Penny? Rashard Penny. Penny. I think both those guys are going to get some carries, and they're just going to be physical. Russell Wilson will make a few throws. Uh, but I got Seattle in a low-scoring game.
0: That's the thing. I think Russell will make a few throws, but it's not going to be enough. So,
1: yeah, but, but Andy Dalton has no one to throw the ball, too, so hey, He's got I mean,
0: Tyler Boyd, so we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: He has one person. Anyway, all right, moving on, moving on. It'll be the Niner 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: <laughs> okay, I have the 49ers winning that game. I think the 49ers are a good team. I think they have a lot of young pieces around. I think we, we talked about it in an earlier podcast about all the guys that they've drafted, especially uh, I think they drafted the other Bosa brother, correct? Yeah, Along Bosa. with Solomon. You know, they, they got a lot of pieces, man, and I think – Garoppolo is going to come out. Uh, he actually played a decent amount in the preseason, so he's going to be ready. But he sucked. Uh, he did suck, but I still think – I don't think that was an indication of what's going to happen in the season. I think he's going to do well. I think Tevin Coleman's going to be their leading rusher. And okay. uh, I think – is it in San Francisco or is it in
1: – It's in Tampa.
0: In Tampa, okay. I, I like Bruce Arians there. I just I'm, – I'm beginning to not have a good feeling about Jameis anymore. I, I did – earlier in the in the all season, but I'm just not not feeling it. So I'm I'm going with the with the San Francisco 49ers in that game.
1: Bro, you talked him up all offseason. I all did. Season.
0: And I, I just did. picked
1: him up in one of my other fantasy leagues <laughs> because of you. Because of you. Oh, because you're the quarterback whisperer
0: in yeah. fantasy.
1: And I picked him up and if he flops, it's on you. Anyway, well we'll, we'll see. so who you have? You have which I got the have? Bucks, man. I think I got the Bucks. I think they actually okay. nothing to do with Jameis. I think they have a better defense. Uh, okay. I think they improved, and I think Jameis. I think he's. I mean, I think he can sling it around a little bit. They got a lot of weapons too, uh, with OJ Howard, Mike Evans, and uh, was a good one. The good one, the slot receiver. They he's got a good one. Yeah, he's a good that's, one. Him. Exactly. So <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. I just think. I just got the Bucks pulling that one out. So that's my, that's my pick in that one.
0: Well, you know, I, I, it's it's a similar situation because Garoppolo and Winston didn't really play well in the preseason. So it's it's exactly. about who, who you want it to be and. And the, and the Buccaneers a,
1: at home, so I, I got the And they the have Bucks. a better;
0: they do have a maybe a slightly better. That's the thing. I think this young defense maybe end up being a top five defense in the 49ers. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. So this
1: next one really intriguing. I like this one a lot. Uh, you got the New York Giants with Saquon and Saquon Barkley and his calves, and then you got Cowboys. <laughs> Zeke's coming back, ninety million dollars. He's ready to go. How do you see that one turning
0: out? Jeez Louise, man. I, I – just because of, regardless of both of those guys, who's the better team right now? And I believe it's the Cowboys. It's yeah. in, Is it in Dallas too? It's in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the Cowboys come out strong and down in Jerry World and 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 beat the beat the Giants. I mean, I think the Giants start off like one in three, maybe to catch a win somewhere in in, in these games between and Daniel Jones. And, yeah, I really do. I, I think there's a bye week they have around week five or six. Okay, and I expect him to take over during the bye week to let him prepare two weeks for that next game. Okay, Um, I I really don't have a lot of good. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is it your mother-in-law that likes Eli? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Brandon's mother-in-law. But I, you know, I'm not got a lot of faith in Eli, and I continue to believe that you know Dak's been Dak's been there. He, even though he's waiting on the contract too, and Amari Cooper's still there, Um, regardless of the touches that Zeke gets, I I think that the, the 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 Cowboys win that game.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Dallas, I mean, I think uh, they're going to have a different vibe about this team now that Zeke's back. I'm sorry. I've been hearing uh, Cal and Cal Harry talk about how this is uh, Dak's team. And as much as I believe that he has the keys, but Zeke is that engine that makes this team go. And uh, I just think there's going to be a different buzz in the building they're going to play with the confidence that he's there. Defense is a, is a great defense. I think they're, they're going to be a top five defense this year. Uh, so I got, definitely got Dallas in this game, and I got them winning a lot of games this year.
0: Yeah, it's kinda of hard to say Dak has the you know, has the keys because, you know, it's it's like this. I mean, you know, Zeke's a better running back than Alvin Kamara. Yep. But Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Dak. But yet you say, you know, it's, it's yeah. hard to, you know, of course, Drew Brees has the keys, but it's a little bit different in that situation. Agreed. Uh, Zeke should have won rookie of the year anyway, those years ago. So, we oh, yeah,
1: I'm petty, <laughs> I'm still petty about that. <laughs> okay. So next one will be our pillow fight of the uh, 425 Eastern game. And that'll be the <laughs> Detroit
0: Lions versus the Arizona Cardinals. Matt, you got in that. One. Look, I don't think it's a pillow fight, man. I think they uh, talking about a pillow it's, fight. Well, to- I don't think. I don't think either defense is very good I'll say that and I think that um if you're talking about how many wins they'll have this year yeah that's that's a pillow okay but um as far as as far as the offense that uh uh, on Sunday I I really think that both teams are gonna uh if you have if you have any players in fantasy on Detroit or Arizona (laughs) I suggest you play them because I think that Uh, I think I think they're gonna light it up yeah I really do I think that Kyler's going to come out and everybody's going to be on the rookie of the year train after that. But he's playing a defense that isn't very good. And Stafford, I think, is going to have a little bit better year this year statistically too. So I think that uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Although I have Arizona winning their first game. You have Arizona? Yes, I do.
1: I have Detroit, man. I think
0: uh... you don't. You don't trust Kyler to win his first one. Him and Kingsbury. Uh...
1: I don't trust Kingsbury. I think
0: Kyler Murray has all the
1: tools. I don't think that offense is going to be really effective in the NFL. Um, they might, I think they might get going, but they're going to figure this the offense out eventually, man. And uh, I just don't see them going the whole year. And I think the Detroit Lions are a very physical team. They'd love to be physical. I expect on Johnson to have a big day. I think Matthew Stafford's also going to have a big day as well. I just think they're going to outscore. Him. That's my that's my yeah. take. I think the veteran squad, the veteran quarterback, is going to outscore the Cardinals. But well, I think it's going to—they're both going to put up 30 points.
0: Regardless, put your uh, put your fantasy guys in that game. That's a that's a good okay. One. Note you to got self: Carry on. You got Stafford. You got uh, Galladay. You got you know all these Arizona. If you got uh, David Johnson, Kyler Murray, Larry Fitz, play them.
1: Okay, good to know. <laughs> you heard
0: you heard, you heard it here. Breaking news: Play all your fantasy
1: guys on those teams. <laughs> Anyway. That's right. All right. So the late night game, the eight twenty Eastern will be, I think, one of the, probably the one of the most Steelers? intriguing games. Yes, the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers versus the New England Patriots. And it's in Foxborough, right? It is it
1: is at the Patriots, Foxborough, oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh man, this is a good I'm excited about watching this game. Of course it'll be all the Super Bowl rah rah, you know, before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. reigning champs and everything. Um I think it's a close game. I think the Patriots pull out the first one. I think in Foxborough, with everybody excited about last year, um, you know, Bill Belichick doesn't get too excited about winning the Super Bowl. He's already won six, so, um, he yeah. he's just ready for Week One. Him and Brady and all the guys, and I think they come out and against a good Steelers team, who I think are both playoff teams, both potential could be a uh, kind of an early, uh, early game that looks like the AFC Championship possibly. Yep. We'll see. Um, but I think that, um, it's a good game. I think it's uh, you know say like a Thirty-one twenty-eight, you know, close to so my. Uh, the Patriots went about field goal late, something like that. But I, I got the Patriots.
1: I got the I got the Patriots too, just because I think Tom Brady had more reps during the preseason, so I think that offense is going to start up a little bit quicker than the Steelers. I didn't see them play much, but uh, Patriots got a good defense, and I just think that they're they're just be more prepared. I think okay. the coaching advantage, they're playing at home. I think that's what got them to win. It's going to be a close game. Okay, so I agree there. All right, okay. on the Monday night, we got two games, a double header. The first one is going to be the New Orleans Saints and the Texans. It's definitely going to be playing in New Orleans, so you got the Texans versus the New Orleans Saints. Who you got in that one?
0: Man, I got the Saints. I got them winning by a touchdown. I think that uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good one between uh, another good quarterback, a potential, another potential MVP candidate, Deshaun Watson. Um, I think that that both teams, I think. The question is the only problem I have. I actually had the Texans winning this game before, but after you know them losing Lamar Miller, I know he's not a you know equivalent to Melvin Gordon or, or some of those other guys, but um, there's replacement right now is only Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde, correct? Yep, and and Carlos Hyde doesn't have a lot of reps. and The problem is, is Duke Johnson has primarily been a receiving back, so we'll see what happens. You always got D Hopkins, who is just an amazing, my, my favorite receiver. Uh, right now in the NFL. So I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Saints kind of like the Patriots are going to be more prepared. I okay. think that they are they've been they've been so hungry after um, losing with the way they did for the last two years. And I think they're going to come in New Orleans. It's in it's in the dome. I think they're going to come prepared and win uh, win by a touchdown.
1: Man, I got the Saints, too, in exactly for the same reason. The Texans battle an injury early. They don't really have a set running back. Um, they trade Javion Clowney, so they lose a pass rusher there. I just think that the Saints have a more complete team that's been there. They're not battling an injury right now. And I, playing in the Dome in the last few years, how many games have the Saints lost in Week 1? Well, last year they did, but
0: it wasn't in the Dome.
1: So. You're right, but I think they've been they've been known to start mm-hmm. slow, but yes. I think this year is not going to be the case. I think this week one they are really ready and really prepared to play, and I expect them to show out. So I got the Saints on mm-hmm. Monday night as well, okay. and now the nightcap game on Monday night would be the Denver Broncos and the
0: Oakland uh, Antonio Brownless <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> Man, that's a that you talk about a pillow fight. Uh, that's a game that's that's going to be low scoring. All those guys that are high on Josh Jacobs, feel bad for you because I, I I think that Denver defense is still for real. First, no of doubt. All. And and I think that uh, Derek Carr is going to you know he I don't think he's going to have a particularly great game. I think that uh, that that Denver will win this game, and it'll be similar to the game we saw last night. Um, possibly a sloppy game, but mostly just great—a great defense playing uh, against the team that's still trying to figure everything out. Uh, I think that um, the Broncos will win 17, 17 to 7, 17 to ten, something like that. Um, in a kind of a close game, but really with a defense dominating for the most most part of the game.
1: Man, I, I, we got a lot of similar ones late, but I got <laughs> the Broncos too. The Raiders I got too much drama going on when. Can we just get back to football, please, Antonio? Decide what you want to do. If you want to go do a reality TV show or play football, please make up your mind. But I definitely got the Broncos for the same fact. That defense, they're they're still scary. You still got you got uh Von Miller, you still got Bradley Chubb. Secondary, they still got some young talented guys who could play. And uh, Joe Flacco, man, I'm telling you, he he's going to be a decent quarterback this year. I'm not saying he's going to be top 15, but he's going he's going to be like Peyton Manning. He's going to do enough to get the job done. And I got the Broncos actually being being a good team this year. Not going to say a okay. contender, but they're going to be a good team, and I think they'll make some noise. They are they're dedicated to running the football and playing physical defense. So I like the Broncos.
0: All right. So. All right.
1: That's our pickums. Like I said, I'm gonna be keeping track of these, man. I'm not gonna let you slide out of me. Uh, no, no, we got it. We'll keep up with it. We'll do that's how we're it. gonna do that. But uh, yeah, man, just kind of closing off. I guess bold predictions. Anything before we kind of close?
0: No, you know, looking forward to also some college football. Looking forward, of course, because we're LSU fans. The biggest game in college football so far this year with Texas and LSU. Um, You got game day coming to Austin. You got Matthew McConaughey, the guest picker. Ooh. He's going to be coming in hot with all right, all right, all right, <laughs> and, uh, and making his picks. But I, I think it's going to be a great game. I hope LSU pulls it out. Of course, being an LSU fan, I, my bold prediction is LSU wins not even a close. I think they win by at least 17 points against Texas. Dang,
1: I like it, I like it okay. um, I agree, I think LSU's offense got me really excited last week Spreading the ball out um, And I think that defense, they're finally going to be able to play They were kind of, last week wasn't even a test, you know what I mean? Yeah So I think you're going to see LSU's defense be dominant And you're going to see their offense play decent So I got the score 31-13, LSU And that's my bold prediction And we also the other next big
0: game that week is going to be Texas A&M-Clemson So make sure you're tuning in yeah, that's right. I, I think that'll be a good game, too. Uh, uh, I guess we can go ahead and give our picks on that one. Uh, I think that Clemson's going to win that one. Uh, I don't think it'll be as close as last year. If you remember last year, it was a dog yeah. fight. Um, I think that Clemson pulls away and, and shows that they could be an SEC team, too, which they should be and let themselves – they need to come on over the SEC and let them get beat up every week, too. But yeah. that's, you know, that's a talk for another time. So.
1: I, uh, I'm going A&M on this one, man. I think okay, it's going to be a dog right. fight. They were close last year. Clemson really didn't look hot in Week One, and I think A and M has enough talent to be able to pull it off. So I got a really close game. I think A and M might might shock the world. Awesome. So awesome.
0: All right. All right. Well, thank everybody for tuning in. Um, I hope that uh, you enjoy listening to. Sorry for for being gone for so long, but uh, we're glad to be back. Glad to be back doing this podcast, making things happen, making predictions, and arguing a little bit. And football is finally here. Thank you. That's right. That's right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Later.